last time on Magic of the Mundane. I think I'm going to get the chef's knife and this first aid kit for when that inevitably goes wrong. Tycho takes that as a yes and buys the butterfly. <laughs> That's really heavy. You know, someone should maybe pick that up for you and help you with the heavy stuff. Amelia basically asks you to, like, bring it by your house if you wanted to follow her back. Prin reveals that there is such a thing called attunement. You can now open the book. All of you feel very good about opening this book. When you turn to different pages, you're finding that a lot of these are just, like, accounts of things to do uh, in bad situations and how to come out on top, like, uh, different rules about how to be a good person, things like that. <laughs> they might be getting a dog. Why would you buy dog treats before you have one, and if you're only thinking of getting one? When Toby sees this book, he doesn't think it's all that special. When it comes to a man in this towel, you know, it's something that you can't quite What did you do with that towel? <laughs> we were planning on heading over to Emma's. You guys go ahead. I'll catch up with you tomorrow. And now, the thrilling continuation. Alright, so you guys are going to Emma's place. Is everybody going, or is anybody else going someplace else or going home? But at this point, Toby's going for whatever. Toby's Tycho. just like, going with the blow. Fair enough. Tycho decides that if she tries to immediately slam the door on them again, she's going to barge in before she can, so she goes with them as the muscle. <laughs> oh, good. That's cute. Yes, the 14-year-old girl is the muscle. <laughs> I mean, of the rest of, compared with the rest of the team, except for Toby, technically. Hell uh, yeah. All right, so yeah, you guys have made it over too. to Emma's house, then. They already in front of her door? Yes, they're at her door now. Like, about to knock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she looks through the keyhole of her door to see who it is before actually opening it. And see if there are any suspicious items nearby. It's in his bag. I was going to say, the book is probably back in his bag at this point. Okay, yeah. so she would not see it. Okay, so seeing that it was, <laughs> it was the, those assholes from Jehovah's Witness again, she opens the door and she's like, Hey, um... Sorry for dropping by so unexpectedly and so late and without actually calling you in advance and letting you know what we're going to be doing, but we actually have a cube this time. Hey, uh, okay. Yeah, Emma is very not happy about keep. this. It's not for keeps, so you just get to look at it, okay? Just make one thing clear. <laughs> 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 it's like Prin talking out of nowhere. I'm assuming that Prin is probably keeps. visible now <laughs> since everybody here has seen Prin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Come on in. still at school, so that's why... So, Can we come in? Emma invites y'all in. So, so you want any drinks? Something? I should probably be a good hostess or whatever. Yeah, I think everyone here is really fucking thirsty. Taiko hasn't drunk anything all day, so she, she just runs to the kitchen sink, fills it, and dunks her head into it and starts drinking. <laughs> Toby just casually brings out that uh, glass of water from his suit, which still has uh, water Tycho, in it. Tycho, um... Oh I, should, I should let you. I should, I should let you know that the faucet's kind of overflowing at the moment. I we've been meaning to get a plumber, and uh, they're supposed the to. Water's show all up over, today. The water's all over. The water's all over her hair under the faucet. She doesn't care. She's drinking. It's uh, it's probably best if you just let her do her thing. She'll she'll tire out eventually. Thank goodness we have flood insurance. So anyone else want to dunk their head under the faucet? I think Toby should. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> Toby, say Toby is like the chillest that he's ever been. Yeah. That doesn't mean he doesn't need to dunk his head under some cold water. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so you guys, do you hand over the cube to Emma? Yeah, t- Ken fishes through his bag and uh, pulls out the cube and hands it over. All right, so. Um, uh, 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 Brynn has her eyes glued on her and the cube, especially the cube. Yep. 
Emma doesn't seem to notice because she's glad she has the cube. So she's like, okay, if there's stuff in the fridge, help yourself. And she's just looking at it. It's kind of distracted. Yes. So I can describe what uh, Emma does and she figures out. So Uh, Ken is, uh, instead of getting anything from the fridge, he just pulls another bag of soul chips out of his bag and he's following Emma intent on A, finding out what she knows and B, making sure that he gets the cube back. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, Prin will, you know... Angry roommate. Uh, you're off about it. You will never... Also, making sure he doesn't go hungry, because god dang, those are some good chips. <laughs> Louis get here? <laughs> Louis <laughs> is where the soul chips are. Good. Go on, Gabby. So, Emma, from... Uh, she goes uh, into the other room real quickly, and she comes back with a pearl and an owl feather. She uh, holds them in her hand, she mumbles a spell, and these two things kind of burn up in a quick flash, and she's holding the cube and she looks at it intently. So she has cast Identify, uh, you choose one object that you must touch after casting the spell, it, if it is a magic item or some other magic object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use, and how many charges it has, if any. So she casts the spell, and she looks at the cube for a little bit, she kind of blinks it off, and she looks... Like, really impressed, like, really happy. So, I will tell you what she reveals, because this is a lot for Emma to say. Um, this is a cubic gate. You guys know this. But a cubic gate, um... Ask Ophelia, because she knows everything about cubic gates. Well, no, she knows what it is in terms of the name and what it... Like, it's been... Like, it's in magical history. You know what it does. Oh... You know exactly what this thing does, and Emma is, like, really, like, she looks, like, really happy by it. Like, it looks like it's, like, something really cool. And she lets you know that this is a, this cube has buttons on each side. When you press one of these buttons, it casts the spell Gate. Alternatively, it could also be used to cast Plane Shift, which if you press the buttons, like, twice. Um, she knows that it has a certain amount of charges... Right now, she can tell that it probably has three charges, and uh, she doesn't know much about the spells themselves, but she knows that it can cast these spells Gate and Plane Shift. So, what? We're talking, like, instant fast travel? Not just... well... Actually, I'm trying to think. Would that be an Arcana knowledge thing? Yeah, roll Arcana. To, to know what she's even talking about. Yeah, to see if you know what these spells are. <laughs> you have never heard of these spells. Damn it. All right, hang on. I'm trying to figure out how to, like, answer Ken's question. What was the question again? Like, instant like travel? Um, let me roll travel. and see if she knows. I'm going to see, I'm going to have Emma roll Arcana. <laughs> because even though she knows this knowledge from Identify, it doesn't know that she, doesn't mean she actually knows how to use it. Um, you've heard of these spells. Um, basically, gate is like opening a portal, but you don't know what the actual uses are for. Planar shift is something that you would actually use to, uh, something similar like you would transport. Uh, yeah, we got rolled Arcana. God damn it, Luke! Luke rolled a twenty-three on an Arcana check for these spells. So hey, actually, no, that makes sense. And the more you think about it, something in the back of your head reminds you. You know exactly what these spells are. In fact, a little bit of that. A little bit of that influence. Yeah, a little bit of the influence. Gate. Okay, I'm gonna read you guys the spells. Vinflash. Gate. You conjure a portal linking an unoccupied space you see within range to a precise location on a different plane of existence. The portal is a circular opening, which can make uh, 5 to 20 feet in diameter. You can orient the portal in any direction you choose. The portal lasts for the duration. 
The portal uh, has a front and a back on each plane where it appears. Travel through this portal is possible only by moving through its front. So uh, anything that does so is instantly transported to the other plane, appearing in the unoccupied space nearest to the portal. Plane shift. You and up to eight willing creatures who link hands in a circle are transported to a different plane of existence. You can specify a target destination in general terms, such as uh, the City of Brass on the Elemental Plane, of Fire, or the Palace of uh, Dispater on the second level of Nine Hells. I don't know what either of those are. Uh, you can appear in or near that destination. Basically, it's um, you can make a portal or transport people. Okay. That is the power of the Cubic Gate. Is well, that the, that's the power to... of the spells yeah. that the Cubic Gate can cast. Yeah. Is that limited to um, Japan, or does that actually cross over in a fair room too? Well, see, that's the question now, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm so I'm gonna so give Ken a look, think, and uh, ask, like, how do you know all that? Were you it's all it's night last night or something? If so, why didn't I you tell me? I barely looked sooner? at the thing, but I feel like there's some residual knowledge from somewhere. Like, I just looked at it and I knew it's. I think this might be linked to uh, some of Vinny's skills. Like, if if Prin's right about all this ancestor stuff, then, you know, maybe I'm pulling from some of his well of knowledge. I'm going to roll something real quick. Okay, yeah, you're good. Keep going. But, you know, based on what I can recall, I I think this might actually be the way we get Prin home. Hmm. Really? You think so? Yeah, like, something about this, you know, I think that, you know, Depending on whether we can figure out, you know, how to specifically call on Faerun or wherever it is, then we might be able to create a portal there and send you all the way back. The question would also be, though, I mean, the situation that, that Prim described, I mean, would it be safe to send her back? You make, it, you make a very I mean, good point. I mean, I know, may know what it does, but I don't know how to actually make it work yet. And in fact, Emma, holding the cube, um, points out something to you guys. She pokes one of the buttons. Uh, she pokes the one uh, that has the castle on it. She presses the button. Nothing happens. Huh. Maybe it needs an additional component? Or AA batteries. It might be the component. I mean, what are AA batteries? I'll explain later. Well, you do know, um, Ken, since you, since you rolled that 23 Arcana... Um, you do know that both the spells Plane Shift and Gate require some components. Well, uh, I know what those components are. Yeah. Uh, plane Shift, uh, you would need, it says right here, a forked metal rod worth at least 250 gold pieces attuned to a particular plane of existence. And the uh. other one, for Gate, you need to have a diamond worth at least 5,000 gold pieces. Huh. Well, if, if that residual knowledge is... Uh, is accurate as I think. How do you guys feel about robbing a bank? Hell yeah! Oh? What the fuck? <laughs> Leave me I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm Why joking. Default. Maybe you were joking. Yeah, okay, also, I find it interesting. Anymore. You said it was a diamond worth about 5,000 gold? Never mind. I yeah. was thinking of something else. Why? What? I was gonna say that's a lot of gold. Well, yeah. But I don't know if it's necessarily connected. Either way, guys, uh, whatever the stuff we're going to need if we want to use this thing are a little bit of a little bit out of our price range. So I, I'd, I'd say that for the moment we're uh, we're not going to be able to do much with this sucker. We might be able to find some way to find these items. Uh, how how easily do you can you find diamonds? 
I mean, there's such a thing as a jewelry store. Okay, let me rephrase that. How easily can you pay for diamonds? Talking to Again. Ophelia here. <laughs> Again, who do you think you're talking to? Right, right, sorry. I'm not used to a cre- somebody with a credit card with more than a limit of, like, 50 bucks. I mean, I think it would also, unfortunately, take a lot of explaining to my parents why I want a very specific sort of diamond, but... Well, pray, I, I mean... Does, does, does casting the spell consume the diamond? That is correct. You, it's a, oh it's a component that is taken up. Like, you, you've seen the spell <laughs> where, um... You've seen Emma casting Identify. She has to use up a pearl yeah. and an owl feather every single time she casts it. Wow. Now, to explain that out of game, there are certain spells that require some components that are kind of mundane enough that where I'm like, it doesn't matter. Things like Identify, where it requires that, I'm, I'm enforcing some spells that require some components. But I'm not going to like spring it on you without telling you ahead of time. Fair. So Emma kind of chuckles and, and says, well, I guess diamonds really are a woman's best friend, huh? <laughs> but then Tosh! Which also, uh, Prin, by the way, is like, Super. She's just like smiley and almost teary-eyed that you guys would go so far to help her. Thank you guys so much. That to think that you would all like go this far for me. I, I, I don't. I don't know what to say. Well, I mean, given everything that happened, I'm not sure that we would be necessarily any better off without you here. Besides, well, I feel like we maybe somehow owe it to you. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of with Ophelia here. Tycho finally stops guzzling water and turns around, gives Prin a reassuring grin, and says, Weapon friends gotta help each other out, right? Yeah. <laughs> you eager at weapons. Does she stick her head back in the water after that? Yes. Okay. Psycho drowning? Tycho, you may not want to drink that much. I mean, it's actually detrimental to your health to drink too much water at a time. Tycho welcomes the sweet embrace of death. No, Tycho's just Tycho's just Tycho's just washing her hair now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Okay, so you guys have learned a lot of information about the cubic gate now. I'm proud of you. Good job. You did the right thing by bringing it to Emma. Toby mm-hmm. actually took some of that in this time. Yay! I'm proud of Toby. Good job. He's finally chill, and he's actually able to be like, "Hey, magic." <laughs> So he, wait, wait, are we saying now that the towel is basically like his comfort blankie? Oh no. Oh no, he's Linus. <laughs> Literally until tomorrow and everything will come spiraling back. But just let him have this. It's nice. <laughs> oh my. Alright, so I'm going to move away from the scene real quick to ask uh, Sean a question. Yes. Where do you go? Okay, so, Duo tries to find some place that is secluded in Lockheed. So I guess I would have to do like a stealth check. Yeah, roll stealth. But it's it's gonna be a very low DC since it's at night. Shoot. Well, okay, so you're in the park, and actually, this is a great segue to let you know why you're not alone. Let's, uh, let me ask you a question. Would you go somewhere away from town? Like, probably. Probably, perhaps towards a forest? Yeah. So let's say the duo... Having said he was going to go to bed, has snuck off into the forest when he thinks he's alone. He looks over and he actually hears a commotion. He looks over and he sees a hole in the ground, a shovel and a wheelbarrow, and nothing else. Hmm. I'm going to go investigate that shit. Go do that. So you can roll a perception or investigation on anything specific. Well, my perception is a lot more receptive, so... Yeah, roll a Uh, perception check. Let's see what you see. 
Uh, I'm gonna look in that hole. Um, Shit. you don't actually see much in the hole. It looks like it's kind of like whatever was... It actually, uh, what you can tell, it's like it's not that much dirt that's, uh, been dug up. Okay. So... Um, okay, now I'm gonna do the wheelbarrow. Investigate everything possible. <laughs> the wheelbarrow, um, it has some dirt on the wheels. It's empty. Hmm. Is there anything else? So these were investigation rolls, right? A perception. Well, perception's for general perception. Ah. Uh, like, just trying to notice I'm doing what's going around, with you, around you. Okay, if that's the case, uh, I need to re-roll those uh You don't have to re-roll them. Just tell me what the modifier is. Um, plus one. Okay, so they would just be a five and a nine. So investigating the hole and investigating the wheelbarrow still don't get you much. Okay. Um, hmm. Well. I can let you still roll a general perception if you want, but then. Okay. Let's do that. Oh, there we go. Well, fuck. <laughs> I take That's it back, 20. you're not allowed to percept- you're not allowed to perceive- <laughs> shit! <laughs> Welp, I dug my own grave. Um... Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's fine, I just didn't expect your roll to be a natural 20. Nat 20! <laughs> so this is what happened. You got to abide by it! I know, God damn it. Ugh. Okay. So what happens? Uh, Duo, you had heard a commotion. You go over, you look in the hole, you look in the wheelbarrow, you don't see anything. But when you look up, you see some figures kind of in the distance going through the trees. And they look like they're carrying something. Something big. About the size of maybe a high schooler. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So now, Duo is actually now just hurriedly emptying the confines of his uh, duffel bag to hastily suit up. <laughs> and he suits up and becomes? He becomes <clears throat> the guardian of Lockheed! Defender of justice! Enemy of evil! The Green Fist! <laughs> I'm so happy! Did you use that scroll now? <laughs> well, no, that's gotta be for an entrance. That's gotta be, that's gotta be for actually confronting So That's gotta be for actually confronting the villains. So, this this guy, Green Fist here, you're just gonna go, what are you gonna do? What, what's your, what's your plan? I'm rushing after those kids, those guys that are carrying that uh, human-sized uh, duffel bag. Well, it's not a bag per se. You just saw them carrying something. Yeah, I am rushing in. Duo rushes in. That's our Green. show, everybody. <laughs> he is rushing into action. This will be save... over in a little bit, though. I, I will see if we can either end on this encounter or end right before this encounter. Let's find out. The question is, you're going in by yourself. Yes, he is. This'll be fun. Alright, so as you follow these guys, um, well, these two people, you follow them to what looks like an opening in a cave. Alright, um, are they within earshot? Um, you hear them in the cave, but you don't see them. Alright, well, there is an innocence at risk. That is true. But even though he's rushing into battle, he doesn't want to go in half and into a trap. So he's going to try to stealth around and wait for the right moment to strike. So you're going I. into the cave? Yes. All right. So when you go into this cave, it's kind of, it is it's it is just a cave, but it looks like it's been cleaned out. So it looks like people have been staying here. There are torches on the wall, and uh, it's a kind of like a largish room that you're in, and then it goes off into a tunnel. Okay. So are you rolling a stealth? You better believe it. 19. 21. 19 plus 2, 21. Okay. So actually, as you're going around here... um. Can you also roll a perception check for me? Yeah, you're fine. 16. So not only are you super quiet, but you notice that there's kind of a tripwire attached to some bells. You easily manage to step over it. 
Okay, cool. So as you're going, you're going down the tunnel? Absolutely. You see a couple more torches as you go down this winding tunnel. It doesn't take you too long to look into what looks like a big open room. You see two men in robes wearing masks surrounding, uh, they're on either sides of a campfire looking away from, uh, the opening. And you see a girl tied up in a chair. She has, uh, dark brown hair and it's Amelia. Oh, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, hmm. Actually, here's what I'm gonna do. Is there anything that I can toss to create a distraction? Um, there's torches on the wall. Like little, uh, those, those cone things. I am going, is there anything that I can toss that torch into to create a diversion so I can get Amelia out of there? I mean, I'm trying to, I'm, they're trying to help you here, but nobody has noticed you yet. And uh, the room is kind of large. If I'm, if I'm spacing it out from where you are into the end of the room, there's like about 35 feet, 35 hmm. feet from you in the far wall. Okay. Um, what to do, what to do. I mean, you can also roll perception on this room to see what you see. I think I'll do just that. So you got a 20, and I get to reveal another interesting piece of information to you. Um, you see a shortish man in a robe. He's wearing a mask that has a angry smiley face on it. Like, it's okay. kind of etched in. Um, you, The other man is kind of bigger, bulkier. He's also wearing the same robe and a mask that actually has an angry frowny face on it. Um, <laughs> behind the man with the frowny face, you actually didn't notice this at first. There are bars, which looks like a cell. And when you look inside, you see something. It's very large, and um, it it looks kind of like a bird, but you see it move a bit, and you see it has, like, horse legs. Are we talking about, like, some sort of griffin-type thing? Um, you could roll um, a history check to see if you know what this is. Okay, that's a 12. Yeah, you don't know what it is. All you know is that it's not normal. It's, it's this big bird in the front, horse in the back. Hmm. And it is large. It's in this cell, and it's kind of coming to the bars every now and then, but then moving away. Hmm. What are you thinking here, Duo? All right. Uh, I think. How out there would it be to do a animal handling on this? Well, you're not near piece? this thing, so. Okay. I'm going to have to put uh, a pin in that one. Okay. Fair enough. How far am I from Amelia? Amelia is 25 feet away from you. And are there any of these uh, hooded blokes that are uh, actually, like, keeping a close eye on Amelia? Yeah, they're both looking at her. Mm. All right. She's currently I'll unconscious, a, by the way. I'm going to take a rock and huck it somewhere, like, to distract the uh, the dudes. Okay. So I'm going to need you to... Hmm. I'm going to have you roll a sleight of... I can wager sleight of hand. Yeah, he's gonna roll a sleight of hand, and I'm gonna roll a contesting uh, wisdom saving throw for each of them. Alright, I got a 12 plus 2 makes 14. Alright, so the the smaller one looks over to the noise. Where did you throw it? Like, just kind of off to the side? Like, sort of like, as close to the uh, entrance that I could probably make it. To where you are? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So he hears the noise, and he looks back towards you. The other one doesn't look away. So the one with the smiley mask looks at you, or looks towards you. Does he? Are you trying to get him to see you? Um, didn't really hmm. think that far ahead. Well, I was trying to get them to go towards the exit of the cave, where you're standing. Oh, <laughs> shoot! The, 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 you, you came through the the, t the one tunnel. All right. Well, I guess in this case. 
I mean, I just, I don't really know what else to explain. I'm, I apologize if I didn't explain the map well enough. You went down one way oh. and you arrived at a room. Oh, okay, shit. Um, well, I think somebody's gonna have to use that, uh, that scroll for a dynamic entrance. We'll go ahead and do that, then. Alright, uh, so do I need to roll anything for that? No, you just cast it. Okay, so, well now, what do we have here, villains? What do you have it do? Uh, run that by me again. That's cruel. Some of, the, some of the examples are your voice booms up to three times as loud as normal. You can cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color. You can create harmless tremors in the ground. You can make an instantaneous sound that originates from a point. You can instantly uh, cause an unlocked door to fly open. Uh, or you can alter the appearance of your eyes for one minute. Alter the appearance of the eyes. Okay. I want to... I'm going to put the fear of God into them. <laughs> I don't think they can see yeah, like, your eyes uh, under your helmet. I was going to okay. say... Never mind. I apologize for putting Sean on the spot so much, but he, like, you know, defender of justice. <laughs> Alright, um... Oh, the torches. Yeah, that's right, the torches. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something to the torches. Okay, you're gonna make them do what? Flicker? I'm gonna make them flicker off. So all the lights are off? <laughs> maybe, maybe make them roar instead? Is that possible? Uh... Yeah, like that suddenly, one. <laughs> suddenly flare brighter. Okay, yeah. So there are uh, three torches in this room, and they all flare up. And in fact, there's actually a torch in the the the, um, the cell as well, and you see that one flare up as well in the background. What do you do? What do you say? Stop right there, villains! What do you plan to do with that innocent child? Roll intimidation. Eighteen. Nineteen. Wait, is your intimidation yeah, so... a minus one? Yes! <laughs> you are going to intimidate these guys, and you have a minus one to your intimidation! <laughs> yep! <laughs> oh, man, a real God. hero will always triumph! <laughs> hey, it worked out. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, to be fair, these two are very much surprised. Even the one with the, the smiley mask that was going, like, that was looking in your general direction, he is very surprised that you're even here. Hey, who's that? <laughs> Yeah, I know, Frowny. He's really surprised me. He really looked bad. I don't know who he is. Some guy in a Halloween costume. I don't know. Well, then, allow me to tell you who I am. I am he who does not tolerate evil, the champion of justice, the guardian of the city, the Green Fist. And I'm going to do an athletics check for a really badass pose. Do it. I was just picturing like Amelia going, someone please save me from this. I thought she was still unconscious. She's, she's okay. still unconscious, right. so thankfully she doesn't have to witness it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Roll a 22 on doing a cool pose! Jesus Christ! No, a 20. It's a 20. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's a 20. But still, you do a really cool pose, and these guys are like, actually, like, like they're, they're like surprised that there's a superhero here. Remember. <laughs> Yeah, I know, Frowny, but still, somebody called Greenfish should really see a doctor about that. <laughs> I'll tell you who's going to need a doctor. It is you two if you do not let go this innocent child. Now, why would we do that? Otherwise, I will be forced to use force on you. <laughs> forced to use force? I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what Frowny said. We're not into that kind of stuff. <laughs> well so, then, 
Allow me to show you why these fists burn bright with emerald justice. I'd rather you don't. Please don't. So, <laughs> I guess we're rolling initiative. Like, I, I guess? Initiative what? time? What the fuck? It's just duo. It's just duo. He didn't even call anyone else there to help him. I know, what? right? Don't I don't mean to be that person. I was kind of trying to egg him on the whole time. Well, it's been fun having Duo on this show. I know! <laughs> I think we'd all like to reflect on the good times. It's been yep. fun having Amelia on the show. <laughs> if, they hit like, if they hit like that one goblin, then Jesus. Can you just imagine, though, because he's like the student teacher, and you know how like the whole um, the Shonen like, tropes with like teachers and like Jiraiya, for instance, and I'm just like, Duo, don't kill Jiraiya, please don't die. It's like Kamina. <laughs> no! No! He's voiced, he's voiced by Kyle Bear. <laughs> no! Okay, so you rolled a 19 initiative. Yep. So that means you go first. Also, since, it's like, I guess since the tiny guy is like right in front of me, I'm gonna punch him. Go punch him. How that are you doubt? What? That missed. Yeah, so you go up to punch uh, the smiley masked man. He easily dodges you. What the heck was that? You called it a punch? My grandma punches harder than that. Yeah, you dumb brownie. <laughs> I knew this would be perfect. Oh, I knew it would be perfect. <laughs> okay, so next up is actually Smiley, and he's going to uh, take out a scimitar from behind his robe, and he's going to slash it at you. So oh, jeez. Don't ask that. me what I keep this. Hammer space. He, he also misses. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a relief. Don't give me lip, Frowny. <laughs> Alright. Um, so I guess it's Frowny's turn next. Yeah, it actually is Frowny's turn. So he uh, is actually just going to try and punch you. Okay. Oh, he misses as well. And in fact, he misses so bad he trips on his robe a bit and he actually uh, hits uh, Smiley on the arm. That was a critical miss, by the way. <laughs> oh, good. What the heck's wrong with you, Frowny? You're supposed to be the good one at this. <laughs> You should have been drinking that, should you? <laughs> Everyone right. misses the entire fight. Except, <laughs> except you see, no one was looking at the, the cage. And because, oh. the, because the flame actually got brighter in there, the hippogriff inside got scared and has busted through the cage. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> the Look hippogriff. What you, done. you scared the hippogriff. It is out of its cage and it roars. And is standing right next to the flame, the fire pit in the middle of the room, and is just, uh, it just uh, stands there and roars at all three of you, and it's gonna roll an intimidation check. So what do I gotta roll and contest that? Do what's intimidation again? It's charisma. Do do do. It only got a nine, so nobody. I don't think it has affected anybody. I don't all consider right. that very intimidating. It's more like a scared shriek. It's like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's the hippogriff. <laughs> All right, then. Like, um, yeah, I'm just picturing it breathing into Roar and just like... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Look what he's done, you green idiot. It's now out of its cage. Oh, no, it's going to come and get us. It's supposed to be having been feeding it any good foods. All right. Um... That and we got it here accidentally, too. All right, how far am I from this hippogriff? Um, if you are currently... I'm going to say... I'm, I'm looking at the map right now. So you're right here near the entrance. They've moved closer to you. To your left is the guy in the frowny mask. To your right is the guy in the smiley mask. On the left, behind the frowny man, is the fire pit. And behind that is the hippogriff. And to the right of the hippogriff is Amelia. 
Okay. Yeah, I was gonna... go meet that girl. That was, that was supposed to be doing in the first place. Don't even what... eat her. Here's what I'm going to try to do. So, Frownie's in... Is he still tripped? Or did he get back up? No, he's up. He didn't fall prone. Okay. Um, so, I am going to... Uh... What would it be to hop over this guy? Um, that's going to be like... an athletics check, for sure. Because I want to get near the hippogriff and do animal handling. Actually, that's going to probably be acrobatics, right? I, I would think it would be acrobatics. Yeah, you're going to have to yeah. roll an acrobatics check to get over this guy and the fire pit. Okay. So two yeah. checks? Well, he does it. No, I mean in the one check to get over both of them because... Yeah, uh, that'll do. Aha! I'm pretty sure 21 does that. You manage to not only get yourself above this big guy and over the fire pit, but you land right in front of the hippogriff. Now, do I have to wait my turn to uh, do animal handling, or could I do that? That was movement, so I'm going to say that you could use animal handling as your action. Yeah. Okay. Eighteen. Let me roll a contested wisdom saving. Yeah, that was kind of impressive, Frowny. I I didn't never seen a guy jump like that before. So this thing is startled by you jumping in front of it, but you you raise a hand, soothing like lovingly, kind of like towards a horse. You manage to stroke its beak face, and it calms down. It kind of like lowers its heads to you. It is all. It is all right, my friend. These villains will not harm you anymore. Now I must ask you, if you can subdue these villains, do not kill them, but please, help me aid in my fight for justice. Roll a persuasion check. Wouldn't that be covered by the animal handling? Or is that just to nope. calm it down? That's just to calm it down. Mm. Oh wait, shit. That, was, that should have been a minus one. Well, still didn't really do very good, did it? Yeah, this, no, it was a... This seven. thing is very much an unaligned creature, and it just kind of backs away from you, and it just, um... It starts moving towards the two guys, and then walks past them. And these guys are not happy that you've just, like, released their monster. Oh, boy. Look at you, Dad, you green idiot. We've been feeding that creature all day long, and we're going to feed it something good, and then you just kill it free and leave it out. I mean, we didn't even want it in the first place. Oh, then why did you have it here in the first place? Well, you see, we look in the book, yeah? Yeah, I'm telling the story, Frowny. We look in the book, it's a hippogriff, and what we thought it meant is we would get Griffin McElroy, but as a hippo, you know? <laughs> so, Griffin is canon in this universe now. <laughs> so, Greenfist is just, like, dumbstruck at this point. So, now he's just like, alright, look, listen. I think we've all done a lot of things that we will probably regret in the morning. So, in this case... Can I please just bring this child back to her home? <laughs> well, um, you kind of scared away the hippogriff, and we we're going to feed her to the hippogriff, so... Mm. What do you think, Frowny? They're not about to stand down, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right, Frowny. I don't want to stand down on this. Uh, Very well, then. So, now I'll let you keep going. What do you, you plan to do, Sean? <laughs> All right, well, I guess... What I'm going to do next is, uh, is the fire pit like a standing thing, or is it like a, uh... It's like a campfire. Okay. Well then, I guess what I'm gonna do is take one of those, uh, burning logs and toss it at the two guys. Alright. Because obviously they're not gonna change their ways. Alright, do that. Improvised weapon. So what would I roll for that? You're rolling plus... it to hit. It's a dexterity... It's, it's a 20 plus your dexterity. Okay. Because you're gonna be throwing it. What is even going on in this story? Uh, a fight, apparently. Yep. <laughs> so uh, for, you, for lack you totally of a better miss. phrase, you totally yep. miss. Huh. Hmm. 
Now, uh, Smiley here, with the scimitar still in hand, goes up to you and slashes you again. Oh boy. He still misses. This is a good battle, guys. And trust me, it'll be over soon. Everyone misses! Brownie hey, we, takes... If sorry. we weren't drinking, we'd be hitting you even better. Yeah. So, uh, Frowny swings his scimitar, and he... Let's see. What's your armor class uh, again? Twelve. Well, he got a thirteen, so... Ah, uh, boy. That one does hit. Ah, uh, boy. <laughs> nice going, Frowny. That time in the war sure helped you good. <laughs> so the scimitar uh, hits. Uh, you take 1d6 plus 1 slashing damage. That's a four. You take four slashing damage. Okay. 12 HP left. Yep. <laughs> now. Lucky shot, villain. Now let's check something real quick. Is that? Yeah. Okay. So something interesting happens. Oh. You see. Sorry, I have to roll something. Oh, boy. Well, that went well. You see a oh. knife fly right past you, Duo, and oh. right into Smiley's head. Oh. oh, boy. What the? He's dead. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's dead. Um, what looks like a small dagger has flown across the room and has impaled him in the head. The mask kind of cracks open. You can see just the face of an everyday okay. man, and Frowny is not happy about this situation. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. So what do you do, Duo? Well, I'm gonna try to knock this dude out. Go for it. I miss! <laughs> yeah, you do miss. I guess I'll use this uh, moment of conversation to just be like, uh, Whoever threw that knife, um, if you could please show yourself so I know who is aiding me in this combat. Do you look behind you? Yes. When you look behind you, Amelia's awake no longer tied up, and there's a knife in her hand. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does that sort of, like, short anime gasp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this for a while. Oh my goodness! Yep. Yeah, things are happening now. So, uh, Duo, what do you, uh, well, you just did your turn, right? Yep. Well, will they recognize each well, Okay, he recognizes, but... She doesn't know who this guy is. I rolled for that earlier. Uh, critical miss on figuring oh, out who this guy was. Awesome, Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> Kazura will not let Amelia know who this is. I mean, he's wearing a, a, a helmet, so... <laughs> yeah. So Frowny, very uh, upset by the fact that his friend's now dead, by the way. He goes to slash at you with a scimitar once again. Oh, Critical miss! <laughs> he is inconsolable, actually. He trips over and he's just crying. <laughs> so, okay. taking this chance, since it's her turn now, Amelia, who actually hasn't said a word yet, she, yeah, she uh, hasn't. With, with the other, with the other knife slash dagger thing in her hand she runs up and she very much hits this guy in the back with the dagger oh boy let's, let's see how much damage um, probably not that can much can I do a free action? <laughs> that would be 4 damage uh yeah what's your free action buddy? I'm going to take off this goddamn helmet and try to like yell to <laughs> Amelia <laughs> do it <laughs> Amelia stop <laughs>
be right back after this laughing fit. Okay, I'm back. So she she stabs this guy in the back. Doesn't do that much, especially to this guy. And as soon as you take off the helmet and yell at her, she looks at you, and her face goes white. She looks like she done fucked up. Amelia, what's wrong? What, what happened here? She does not say a word. Like I said, she does not say a word. <laughs> Amelia! Alright, Amelia. Listen, I just need you to run. Get home. Get out of here. Um, at this point, um... What does she do? I don't know what to say to that. She doesn't say anything to that, in fact, and I need to roll to figure out a decision here. Well, that wasn't great. Oh, no. She looks at you with anger now. Uh Uh-oh. What did you do? Well, it was nice knowing you, Duo. Yeah, it was was, a good one. She, uh, since it's still technically her move, her turn, she takes the knife out from the back of the other guy who's just on the ground now in pain. She holds it in one hand and looks directly at Duo. You can't tell anyone. Of course. So he's just going along with this, alright. Yeah, he's just like, okay, this kid needs some help, but I, I guess I, here's my thesis. (laughs) Maybe he doesn't want to die? (laughs) Thank you. Now, yeah, so it's technically Duo's turn. Does he want to do anything? (laughs) This encounter's Uh, not over yet. Uh, I guess he's just gonna, like, try to knock that dude out. I didn't expect your things to get this way. This is definitely not how I expected this encounter to go. I did not expect to have to fudge. I'm like, fudge. I mean, I had an idea about how this encounter would go, but definitely not with just Duo. Yeah! Alright, Duo, what are you gonna do? You gonna punch? I'm gonna, like, this guy's on the ground, right? Yeah. So I guess I'm just gonna... Like, just give him a kick and just, like, not try to knock him out. God, I am missing! <laughs> you want to use the luck for everybody? Because this session's almost done. You mean now use... he should call for help? <laughs> yeah, so you hit now. Okay. You use your luck die, and you hit. And that's a four. That's a four. Um, Yeah, you do a good amount of damage on him. He's still on the ground. Uh, Please I don't... just stay down, dude. Stay down. <laughs> Let's see what Frowny does. When he hears that and he sees both of y'all and he sees the situation he's in, he just stays down. <laughs> All right, Amelia. He looks a little worse for wear. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. All right, Amelia. I won't tell anyone. Um, at the same time, I can't let you saying anything about basically gestures for the hero get up. She she does a motion of like zipping her lip. Hmm. Zip. Um, how about this? Uh, I think Gus is still open. Want some ramen? You hungry? Gabby, can I say yes to this? Let's find out. Everything's decided by dice rolls, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she'll go with you. She nods. Doesn't say a word. By the way, uh, not that you need a perception check to notice this. She's not nervous around you at all. She hasn't been shaking, and she's standing up straight. Okay. Um, I guess, uh, how, how far is the woods from Gus's? And is I mean, there enough distance to have, like, a conversation? Yeah, you can talk to her. Alright, so Duo changes back into his regular getup, and has the duffel bag, and basically just motions to uh, Amelia to come along. She does that. Uh, so, I guess while we're walking, um, 
Are you okay at all? She just looks at you and she nods. So I guess uh, you're the only one at the school that knows my secret. Uh, and as promised, I won't say anything. And I thank you in advance for not saying anything about my situation. She just shrugs. So, if you don't mind me asking, what happened? Like, you seem much more confident than you usually do in class. She, uh, doesn't look like she's ready to answer that. She just kind of looks at you and, like, she has kind of a worried glint in her eye, but she shrugs again. Yeah, at this point, Duo's just sort of like, yep. he's pretty, like, defeated of just, like, someone knows a secret and he is letting this get to him. I like how that's the part that's getting to him. <laughs> and just, like, that and, like, you know, this kid who he basically saw in, like, a uh, news story was, like, ready to fucking kill. <laughs> in fact, she did. Yeah, Smiley is dead. There's only family hey, now. Amelia, you want to hear a story? She doesn't respond, but she's still walking with you. So, several years ago, we'll say there's, there was this kid in high school looking for some place to put you along and just found someone where he fit in. Turns out that that group wasn't really the best group to hang around with. And on his watch, uh, someone died. She, she looks and at least a little sympathetic to your story. I have no idea what you went through, Amelia. And I just want to let you know that I'm sorry. I, I wish there was something I could do to help you out besides just treating you to problem. If you ever need anything, let me know. And I'll be there. Okay? Thank you. Of course. I mean, I guess they go to Gus's grill and they have themselves a ramen. Amelia's just really quiet. She seems really relieved that someone was there to help her, but she also looks as uncomfortable as you. You both have secrets. <laughs> Basically. Actually, here's the thing. He only has enough for one ramen. Does he buy her ramen? Or do you- he I'm not just... sure I like where this is going. Oh my god. <laughs> he, yeah. Like, he looks in his wallet and he's just like... Guess what? Gus is such a good guy, he gives you two bowls of ramen. Yeah. <gasps> Looks like you need it, bros. Oh, man, you guys look rough. Uh, Thanks, buddy. No problem, really man. Say a word. Long story. You guys look like you just committed murder, you know? <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> oh wait, shit! Um, I need you to roll a luck check, dude. Eleven. <laughs> no, no, what does that mean? This is the worst possible time for this to have happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you get to Gus's grill, you actually see Gus's dad there. Let me add his thing to the sheet real quick. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, this is like the this is like the uh, part where the story kicks into high gear, I guess. Everybody look at oh, Gus's yeah. girl and say hi to Gus's oh, hey. dad. Oh hey, yeah, you know my dad, right? <coughs> Hello. Um, I don't understand. Uh, hey, Mister Nicholson. His name oh, is no. His name is Ivan 
Robert Nicholson, and he owns a, uh, like a, a free-range chicken farm. So every time he's here, he likes to bring big batches of eggs to, uh, Gus's grill. Oh, no. So much so that people have been calling him the Nicholson? Does he just God. hand them raw eggs? No! Nah, man. It's like a, you're, you're giving away some of your magical eggs, man? That's cool, Dad. You guys are in luck. Dad's eggs have such cool extra stuff with them. I'm glad you could offer them an egg during this trying. Oh, wow. A bunch of things I didn't expect to happen just happened, and, um... Oh! All because Sean went alone. Just the beginning. Holy fuck. Okay, so that happened. And you guys have your ramen. Gus, please tell me you're all your friends are like this. Oh, no, you know, Dad, they're just tired, you know. I mean, who's tired to laugh at me for just speaking? They all do that all the time, I just don't understand it. I don't know, Dad. People are just, people are just, you know, you know. It's like their opinions, man. I hate it when they do that. As much as I hate hedgehogs. Yeah, and that's why you got rid of Mr. Sprinkles. I get it. I mean, I, I have an allergic reaction to him. I can't help it. So, so real quick, just so I don't forget, um, you, in addition to your luck dice uh, duo. You now have like an inspiration dice, which is called an egg die. Okay. You get to roll. It's an. Insp- it's basically inspiration. You get to roll advantage on one check uh, in the future of any session. Okay. Oh man. Cannot believe. So let's figure out where we're where we're at in terms of a stopping point here. I guess. Because mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of things just happened, and I feel like we need to unpack them. I'm yep. sorry, but we're ending on the fucking arrival of the Eggman. I didn't mean to! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, the, I'm just picturing him walking up and offering the egg, and, like, you know, like, it, it's like a freeze frame and the credits roll, and, like, you know. <laughs> I was hoping you guys would see him in the first encounter at Gus's Grill. It didn't happen. Look, you know what? Gabby, listen, listen to me on this. This is exactly like One Piece. You have like a really gut wrenching moment, then you have some levity. This is exactly like One Piece. This is One Piece. I actually think it's more interesting that Sean, that uh, Duo knows the secret, but the others do not, especially Toby. He doesn't know how to. Ooh. I, yes, you, yes. Good observation there. It's a 
it's Toby's two special characters. So <laughs> now Gus is... knows that these two were hanging out for some reason. So by the way, I just want to—I'm just wondering because I haven't really got to look at the chat. How does everyone else feel about this outer character? I mean, I'm—I'm I'm intrigued by what's going on with Amelia, but it actually answers a couple of questions. At the very least, Amelia is rescued. She is. Congratulations. She rescued herself. She's not dead this time. <laughs> Did you guys actually think I was going to kill Amelia? Yes. Kind of. Yeah. We almost thought you were going to kill Duo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean the hippogriff would have been a tough one, but he managed to just, you know, let it go. So it's uh, out there in the let forest now. By the I'm way. just still trying to like. What's really? Oh, yeah. What's oh, awesome about that is that he did this like little acrobatic flip over these two people over the fire to just suddenly then calm down the hippogriff. It's like, well, okay. He was like, like oh shit. Sh- 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 he was like, oh shit. Sh- 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 flips. Actually, while Sorry. we're having the ramen, I, I just want to like basically get some points for Toby here with Amelia. So it's just like. Oh, my God. oh no. So. Now, here's what, he, he's basically, here's what Duo's basically going to do. So, while they're having the ramen, Duo's going to basically just be like, you know what, I noticed that you and Toby are getting along pretty well. Oh my god. Yeah, he's a good kid. Will she nearly choke on her ramen? She does kind of, like, she almost looks like she's about to choke, and then uh, she puts down her, like, she, she, she recuperates herself, and she says, because now she's looking all blushy and stuttery again, she says... Yeah. Pretty great, great, wonderful, nice. Um, great. I mean, great. Great is cool. Oh yeah. Great is nice. It's 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 great. So Duo just chuckles a little bit, and he's just like, yeah. Oh yeah. And wasn't he that kid that you brought here the other day that drooled on my counter? Gus. What? (laughs) What happened? You're answering a voice that's not there. (laughs) He's just talking to himself. Okay, continue. (laughs) But yeah, he's a good guy. So, take good care of him if anything ever happens to me or anyone else. She's bright strong. red. If I've learned anything tonight, Amelia, you're pretty strong. So, mm-hmm. stay strong, kid. She She's red-faced and she nods. Alright, your sister must be worried sick, so let me bring you home. Alright, do you do that? I do that. Okay, um... When you get Goodbye. there, see you later. By the way, Gus, was he the one who makes all the machines? Oh no, man, that's a that's the um, I want to say Lowy. No, no. Um. Everyone forgets <laughs> Louis's name, even Louis's voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was listening to one of the previous recordings, and I I actually said Huey several times. You <laughs> did. Huey, Louie in friends. the news. It's Louie, Louie, and Louie. It's fine. Anyways. That's too bad. Or, I want to make some robots with I could see. Time. I was going to say, I could see Emma actually deliberately referring to him by anything but his actual name. <laughs> and that's just Emma, not anything about Louie. That's just who she is. Yeah. <laughs> and Gus is just kind of forgetful, so he'd probably be like, oh, yeah. He does kind of seem like a space cadet. Oh, yeah. Louis. Or, or no. What's his name? Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> of the, maybe his name was... Uh, can't Quasar? I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> it's Data. Anyways. Lucario! Oh my god! <laughs> Alright. So, so yeah, Duo, you bring... Track. Duo, you bring Amelia back home. Uh, she lets herself in, and she waves goodnight to you. Okay. So, at this point, Duo, 
after having a long night, goes home and goes to bed. <laughs> and I'm assuming everybody that was at Emma's house, they've left and gone home, right? That was kind of a long trip away from that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ken, Ken's gone home and is currently staying off try, reading stuff in the book. So Prin's tagging along also? Yeah, Match. Prin is also but, reading through the book. Okay. I think Ophelia, outside of working on homework, might also be trying to review that book that she bought, too. And which one was that again? Can you remind me? It was the Tome of Understanding. How long do you spend reading it? Mm-hmm. Well, probably shuffling through it pretty casually, but um, on and off for about a couple of hours. So, for those few hours, you you don't have any stat changes. It's kind of like with uh, what Ken did. It's like you, you feel like this book will help you be more understanding or be able to understand things better, as abstract mm-hmm. as that sounds, if you, like, kept reading it. Mm-hmm. She also took Ta- uh, Taiko home, home with her. What's Taiko doing? <laughs> um, what was... Fuck, it's been, it's been, like, almost an you hour. You had your head in the faucet. I had my head in the faucet. <laughs> Um, Tycho probably took her head out of the faucet and decided that she had had a very wet day and decided to go to go home. Alright, cool. So she's she's moving past it. We're at Ophelia's house with these two. Yeah, she's going home with Ophelia. Excited. (laughs) Still wet. She shakes a wet dog on the doorstep. Please don't do that! She's like, oh, I'm sorry, did you want me to shake inside? So Tycho runs over to where the towels are and dunks her head in the towels. Jesus Christ! That's a lot of towels. Speaking of towels, how's Toby doing? (laughs) Toby's sat down on this bed. Um, He's got the towel in one hand. On the other hand, he's got his messenger bag, which he always carries around with him. He's opened it up and has pulled out a small figurine of Kimiko Abishita from his favorite manga series, Ashi Shoujo Kimiko-chan. He's looking that over with a fond gaze, then looks back at the towel he got from Amelia earlier. Please stop. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yes. You're taking this in a completely appropriate direction for Toby, but he takes hold of the towel and he gets into bed and tells him. Aww. And then someone calls. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the middle of something! <laughs> oh my goodness. I think they barely exchanged names the one time, so... Uh, They had trouble exchanging glances, so... They apparently exchanged towels, though. Stop! Shit, he's gonna bring a towel with him tomorrow. (laughs) Always bring... So... Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is where this this, uh, encounter, this mission ends. Congratulations, guys! You actually finished a mission! Nice! Mission complete! Well, we in quotes. Yeah, duo finished the mission. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's fine. (laughs) But now someone knows Green Fist IRL. Somebody knows about Green Fist, which is good. And there have been other secrets that have been discovered as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, hopefully another mission will pop up soon. Oh, don't worry. There are plenty. Yeah. In fact, I know exactly what mission's going to happen on Thursday! Yeah. In game Thursday, I mean. Next time on Magic of the Mundane. Is, is this friend someone we know? Uh, you may have heard about him in uh, papers or anything like that. Is your friend a serial killer? No. <laughs>